0: Long, folks, in the next episode of Shield the Code. and uh, today we're going to look back on yet another win against Arsenal and touch on the Carabao Cup match tomorrow night against Man United. Uh, just three of us today, Uh Colly's working again. So, Rich, good afternoon. Hey, Joe, how are you? All good, pal. And Chris, how are you doing, buddy? Evening, Joe, all right, pal. All good, all good. That's 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 top of you, Rich. I know Collie said that uh, me he didn't think had three games in a row my God he's close to being man to match in all three games
1: yeah, I suppose it's a good thing that we're struggling to kinda of pick man of the matches because for me as a unit they've been fantastic for the for the past three games. Mm. You know, we kinda of said after Burnley that we weren't sure where the next couple of points were gonna come from. And to, to put performances like we've seen in the last three games together, it's 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 fantastic, you know. Um, it comes down to work rate, to effort. Uh, it seems like they've kind of found a system of formation, but uh, to each a man, it's very hard to find fault with anyone that's been, that's, that, that's, that's been on the field, you know. They, they've all put in a shift in their own ways and it's a, it's a pleasure to see. Mina, excellent. Michael Keane, for me, has been been brilliant all season and mm-hmm. I think Godfrey grows and grows every game, you know. People were writing him off after... Uh, playing out of position against Southampton and he's just after coming in, he's owned the last couple of games and brilliant to see, you know. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it's very quick that things have turned and, and long may it last.
0: Yeah. I think Keane and Mina have this partnership going, Chris, haven't they? The, the two just complement each other so well.
2: Yeah, Joe, as we discussed, the, the way we're playing at the minute is, is brings out the best in them. It's playing to their strengths. they low block defenders we said before, neither of them are blessed with pace. So, you know, sitting deep suits them. They're both excellent in the air. And, um, you know, they're getting, because we're playing the, the back four and are are um, you know, Robey and Richarlison are, are getting back and giving them a lot of defensive cover as well. The full backs are focused on just doing their jobs defensively. So we've a lot, they have a lot more protection, which enables them to just, just sit deep, and we're very confident of any cross that comes into the box area. They were were excellent. Also, which has kind of gone unnoticed as well, set pieces on both ends of the pitch. They've yeah. got a couple of goals each this season, but we're, I think we've conceded one from a corner all season. That was against Palace. Yeah. So we're, we're excellent from set pieces, touch woods defensively. Whereas, God, if you go back a couple of years ago, was it Jesus' start the last season even? Did we concede 15 with Silva oh, from yeah. set pieces? Oh, yeah. We were dreadful. So the improvement is for all to see. But as Richie said there, as a, as a collective, everyone's just they're working for each other and they're, they're winning their battles. They know their jobs. And I really don't think we're getting enough credit, to be honest, Joe. You know, there hasn't been much talk about us it's about how poor Arsenal were and yeah like, I, I actually
0: t- tweeted after them I tweeted after the match I don't, I don't go on Twitter too much to be honest but I tweeted after the match to match a day that like they spoke more Rich about Arsenal being poor than, than giving us some credit and it's an ongoing thing with BBC and Sky and BT dude. it's always the other team what they did or didn't do it's never what Everton do
1: yeah, we seem to get kind of brushed over a lot. To be honest, it doesn't bother me. I'm quite happy to go under the radar. P- pushed nice. us, in, push us into second place. The table doesn't lie at the end of the day. And look at, at, at some stage that they'll have to kind of put their hands up and they'll have to start um, I suppose looking at us as being I'm not gonna say contenders, but just being being good performers, you know. I think given the stage of the season that we're at now, we're top four going into Christmas. Um, we definitely deserve, you know, to have some so, so some proper positive mentions about what we've done so far this season you know, it's been, I suppose we'll speak later on about kind of Ancelotti's year uh, but the difference in, in just a short couple of months has been phenomenal you know and I think we do deserve more but personally it, it, it doesn't bother me you know. No, it
0: doesn't bother me at all Chris but it's, it'd be nice sometimes to get a little bit of it I, I think actually Linderger just does it because he used to play for us, it's just, I don't know if, you might feel the need he has to, but it doesn't, it doesn't come across as genuine, to be honest. It's just
2: a general perception. We're, we're still not taken seriously, you know. Mm. I suppose we can be our worst own enemies as supporters, kind of, a, you know, expecting things to <laughs> go belly up, you know, because that's <laughs> what we've been used to for, yeah. unfortunately, 30 years, just the lack mm. of success we've had, you know, so it's kind of ingrained in us when we, when we do get ahead of ourselves or we think we're going the right direction, we're brought back down to earth fairly quick. But, yeah. you know, like, look at the players we had missing there. You know, we would no Lucas Dean, no Coleman, no Alan, hmm. no uh, James Rodriguez, uh, Andre Gomez. If He's still, you know, part of the first-team squad. So, there's five, you know, starters from our starting eleven. Yeah. And look Arsenal are having a poor time of it, but they still have some very good individual players now whether they're being set up or coached organized well or what is you know it's their problem I don't think they are but you know we deserve a massive amount of credit for those three results like Leicester Mm. went down and beat Tottenham away there comfortably after Everton turning them over you know like three exceptional results in the space of a week and it's just been papered over but as Richie said it is good to kind of go under the radar and we seem to thrive on being the underdog, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I think Mois my, my had that mentality, like a, a them and us, and I walked the street for him, Rich, so I'd be happy enough to go
1: along with that. Yeah, I, I mean, I do totally agree with that, but there is the other side of it as well, where Ancelotti seems to not so much big us up, but I like the way that he speaks about us in, in terms, saying that we... Want to be competing, and and you know, even at the start of the league, he said the aim was to finish first, you know, and then even now it's talking about Europe and talking about Champions League and things like that. Mm-hmm. But and I think you need to be able to, I suppose that's ambition, you know, that, that that's moving it on. But yeah, other, other, other than that, um, we keep doing the doing the business on, on the on the field, and everyone else will start taking notice soon yeah. enough, anyway.
0: Yeah, getting back to the Arsenal match, Chris, uh, it was very very similar to uh, the other two games where we just kind of sat there. Going to let them have the ball and and just cope with everything. And now Arsenal, were they were nowhere near as as good as Chelsea or Leicester. But uh, I think that could be uh, like we spoke last time about when we played the bigger teams inverted commas that could be the way to go. Just just let them have all the ball they want.
2: Yeah, if you touched on um, you know when we previewed the game, Joe, I was talking it would be interesting how Arsenal were going to set up because. You know, we'd we had two great results after back of you know playing a low block and taking our chances on the break from, from set pieces. You know, with not having a whole lot of possession surrender and possession as a tactic, if you will. And Arsenal, as I said, I was worried about it because we were kind of favourites going into it at home, and felt we would have had to show a bit more. And it turned out first half they did. You know, I said if if uh, Arteta had anything about him. He'd sit back and he'd let us take the game yeah. to them and play us because you know, historically, Arsenal aren't that kind of side, they are known for their fluent attacking football, and that was the way he did it. Um, you know, Godfrey and Holgate, I think it was as far forward as I've seen them in a good yeah. couple of weeks, you
0: know. So, what really a tough... kind of win backs are some styles, weren't he?
2: exactly? Yeah, but uh, look, I thought we controlled it very well. First half, we were well, well worth our the lead. They didn't have a shot on target until the penalty. looked it looked dangerous in certain areas and that, but I felt we we coped with it very well. Um, look, the penalty was it was disappointing. You know, it was just, it was just, Davis, of course, he, maybe he should have been aware, you know, it was a bit harsh. The man came in from behind, a bit like the Gomez when we gave away
0: at Newcastle. Exactly, yeah. yeah pretty similar. He came late, but
2: Godfrey gave the ball away needlessly. Me and I made a balls at a header and you know it was just a calamity of errors, but you can't be too critical of them. We won and you know they've been very good the last couple of games in terms of the concentration. So look, that's always it's gonna happen, but you're not gonna keep a clean sheet every game, you know. Teams are gonna they're gonna get goals against you. But um, you know, they had a the little flurry then after the penalty, but great, just on half time, perfect timing when we needed it well worth corner again. Fred played the cigarettes, and he put another great ball in. And you know, me and I look for the the size of the chap. He should be he should be getting a lot more goals. But yeah, he's starting to really be uh he's starting to really pop up for us. Um, he got a couple at Watford last season and Brighton this season now. So we need you know as well as Dom and Richie, we need goals. It's good to see our defenders starting to score goals. And mm. Kane actually half, had, then,
0: Kane actually had a great shot. It was it was early on. Did, Jesus it. Christ, that was some <laughs> strike, wasn't it? <laughs> 35 Honest <years>. to
1: God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to. what a strike! You know, it just opened up in front of him, and he he, he took it yeah. on. You know, yeah. I, something I always kind of worried about him is the the way he kicks. He seems to kind of chip the ball more so than kick it. But he fairly put the, mm. put, the put the laces he through it. That reminds uh, me of a
0: goal Alan Stope scored a few years ago. I think it was against. Uh, I think it was against Bolton or something. Uh, it was on target to keep. It was getting nowhere near it. But, uh, no. uh, but just on, on Tom Davis, which I thought he'd done well. I thought, uh, penalty, penalty aside, like uh, Chris said, uh, Penley was very, very similar to the Gomez one where uh, like at Newcastle, Callum Wilson came in really, really late and he, by the time he, his leg was up, he, he didn't see him. I yeah. thought Davis was unlucky, but
1: he done well. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit of a w- more awareness, you know. Maybe he could have got a call, but it happened so quick then as well. Mm. But that aside, I think he was he was solid. You know, he he didn't yeah. he wasn't unbelievable, but he wasn't bad in any sense. You know, he quietly went about his business, and he and and yeah, for, for a fellow who hasn't played in a while, and um, came in done well, and you just like to think that similar to Sigerson similar to to a Wobi that. Possibly he will get a run of games now with Alan out, and that he can kind of that he can build on it. That you, it's very hard just coming in, kind of cold for a game here and a game there. So maybe with a couple of games now, kind of over this period in quick quick succession, that he'd be able to kind of pick, pick up the levels as well, because it's a it's an opportunity for him that he's gonna he I suppose we didn't foresee him getting too many opportunities given the way the way Allen was playing, the way the core is playing now. So now that he has his opportunity, it's kind of in his. In, in his own kind of hands to 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 make use of it and, and play himself into the of his thoughts. Yeah, I think that's
0: similar to all the men's Chris. That there's going to be opportunities now over the next one week or two weeks. If the games coming together faster. These lads are going to have to like literally slot straight in if, the, if they're going to have any chance of getting a, a start.
2: Yeah, like it's 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 difficult as fans because we can all be very very reactionary when we're judging players. You know, Davis, he got a good run of games at the end of last season and looked the whole team was poor, but he didn't do himself any favours at the time. He just, he looked like a player that he could do a bit of everything, but he's not good at anything, if that makes sense. He, yeah, don't yeah, ha- yeah. he doesn't have any outstanding sort of attributes. You know, he looked lightweight, super fells, clumsy, gave <clears> the ball <throat> away. But look, he's 22 and, you know, look how... And Schlotty has really brought the best out of Awobi and Dom this year. So hopefully he is working with him behind the scenes to improve mm. his game. He needs sort of the problem with Davis is he's never really to a certain position. We don't know whether what he is, you know. Yeah. But look, he, he did well. He did well. And as I said, it, it is hard coming in for a game here and there, but I thought he did well when called upon this season came in at Brighton, he done well. Um I thought he, to be honest, he wasn't too bad right wing back against Leeds. You now I thought he got stuck in and you know he yeah. put a good cross cross for the core. Now it's another story. But um no look he, we forget he's twenty two years old. Yeah. Was, um yeah. no look he it's, done we, well. We
0: spoke about it before it's like we, we, we kind of big him up more because he's never Tony and, and maybe that's that's it's more pressure on him because of that, Chris.
2: Yeah, well, look, look. obviously we're not, you know, locals or Scousers, but we understand sort of Scousers, you know. It's a, Liverpool's a working-class city, and they love to see their own doing well and really, mm. you know, want to get behind them. And we've seen it with Rooney and Barclay, you know. You, you're, you're always waiting for that next hero, I suppose. And, yeah. you know, Davis was highly rated, kind of coming through from a young age, and he was... Playing for England, uh, he's still playing for England at a young, younger age, but I suppose we all had kind of high hopes for him. And then he burst onto the scene in the Man City game, he was excellent. So mm. that kind of set the standard, but he might have been an unknown quantity then, somewhat, you know. But it can kind of be hard. It's hard to come into a team when a team is struggling. You know, we've seen that last again going back last season. So hopefully we're doing well now. The mood is good in the camp, we have a proper manager. And all the players seem to know their own roles now, what they have to do as individuals and as a collective. So hopefully now Davis is going out known. This is my position. This is what is asked to me. He's not bad when he's asked to do a simple thing. Just break up play, give it to someone who's better on the ball. So yeah. Look, hopefully he can um he can build. He probably will get a run of games now. It's a toss up between him and Gomez, but look, that's another another debate for another day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, Scott's uh talking about the locals. Uh, or uh, the the pressure Davis must be under is just I think it's more than other other players.
1: Maybe in one side, he doesn't strike me as the fellow who kinda worries too much about <laughs> what what's no, no, saying. I think
0: he's more I think he's more a little bit with his next close
1: <laughs> shopping trip down. Yeah, I know what you mean. Again, but, uh, I mean that's you know an opinion from, from no place really just looking on from the outside at the same time, he's played over a hundred games from, from us, you know, so that's still a very young age Yeah, yeah. Going, through, going through a lot of managers as well. And a lot of changing formations and changing ideas and things like that. So it's very hard. And I said that he's kind of got shifted around that. He hasn't been told that this is your, not that maybe he should be establishing himself in a certain position, but you know, he's kind of been asked to do a job in several different places and, yeah, he, he's had ups and downs, but you'd you'd love to see him do well. You know there is pressure on him because, as you said, everyone wants him to do well, and I think that's probably us kind of adding adding to it. But yeah, I, I I don't know if it hits him with it. You know, you know he always seems to fit in. That he doesn't seem like he's one that's kind of nervous or anything like that. So yeah, look, I, as much as any of them in, in in the blue shirt, I want him to see see do well. Yeah, like I said, he's like he's only twenty two, lad. So I mean, there's there is years, but.
0: And you said it there, Chris. That and I said it before. That goal he scored against Man City is just—it's just been used as a rod to hit him with ever since. What a, I mean, a wonder goal, but it's just yeah. consistency. I think is is point. Impo- anyway, listen, we're not getting negative. Not getting negative. Um, just to pass that, like coming into this run of three games, Chelsea left our Arsenal. Like we are worried about the defense, and like one goal. Richie in three games and from the penalty spot. Oh just what a turnaround.
1: Yeah. What's happened? I I I, I think we said that we knew we were going to concede goals, you know. It was kind of can we get more? But yeah, I mean none of us really saw it coming, especially against Chelsea, and then to kind of knock it on against our against Leicester and against Arsenal. It's I mean, I think the players have they're obviously a lot more comfortable playing in a flat back four. You know the personnel that has dropped in there. Everyone has just gone about their 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 their, their job. Um, I suppose Holgate we know has played right back at West Brom, played a lot. So um, and Godfrey's just been an outstanding find. So I mean to, to teach the that they've they've been fantastic. I think the change in kind of formation and sitting back to the op- against the teams that we've played has suited. I think that doing similar against United during the week. Is, is the way to go about it as well. It yeah. suits the personnel for, for these types of games, you know. Concede the possession, allow them to have it, let them try to try to break us. And it's and it suits them, you know, their spoilers, you know. And then, poor getting Godfrey to have to have power and legs to, to get up and, to, and to, to support as well when they need to. But, mm. yeah, I mean, it's a big, big turnaround from... You know, we were conceding two a game. Exactly. Yeah. So, so, yeah, I mean, and to concede one and three against... Leicester and Chelsea are two of the top scorers in the league, so it's it's a massive turnaround, and I didn't see it coming, you know.
0: No, well, I don't think any of us did, Chris, to be honest. just The, the, the defence was, a not, not, shambles might be a bit strong, but like I said, we, we were guaranteed to give a goal away. So to give one goal away in the three games and only from the penalty spot is just class.
2: Yeah, Joe, look, we keep harping back to it. You know, after that Burnley game, we were all, you know, we were all down in the dumps thinking, Jesus, the fixtures we have coming up, you know, we, we could be on the end of a few hidings here. Where is the clean sheets going to come from? But I think Ancelotti deserves an awful lot of credit. You know, he oh, look, he tried, he tried the back three, didn't work. So, you know, he's he's just so adaptable. We were needing... Four goals a game to win a game, you know. Back mm-hmm. earlier on, and fortunately know we got four or five in a couple of games. But now it's a case if you keep a clean sheet, you need one goal. You know look, we we're not scoring as much as we were. We're, we're sacrificing a bit, and we have got a, a goal, a couple of goals from set pieces ourselves. You know, we've, we're not doing a whole lot from open play, but it's just finding that balance. You know, of being hard to beat, especially with the it suited us with the teams we've had. Like we said again after Burning, you said we might need to stumble on a combination that works, but Ancelotti knew well what he was doing. He's picked that back far strictly to just defend and that's it. Defend deep, defend their areas, and you know, deliberately putting a and Richie in front of them as the protective cover. They do all the kind of picking up the ball, carrying it upfield on the break, you know. So Look, I think um, the other Ancelotti, David's Ancelotti's. You know, he's supposed to be tactically excellent as well. So mm-hmm. the two Ancelotti seem to, you know, be a perfect combination at the minute. Um, it you know we'll talk about games going forward, but it is all about balance. We were you know before we were too maybe too open and. We were conceding goals too easily. Now we're very hard to beat and we're not scoring. So it's trying to find the, the middle ground, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. Happy that's meeting. gonna
2: vary. Yeah. It's gonna vary based on your opposition, who you're playing. You know, there will be games where we're expected, Sheffield United being one and we would be expected to kind of take the incentive to them. So you you might have to line up a bit differently. But look, he's adapted excellently with the players we have out, which Is very promising that we're getting results, missing so many key players. So, yeah, hopefully, when we do blood them all back in, we've those five lads to come back in. Coleman should be back now. Lucas Danley looks like his uh, rehab and rehabilitation is going a lot better than they initially thought. So, that's Mm -hmm. great news. As he said today, look, Obama is going to be he's back at Finch Farm training. So, Hopefully, he'll get a run out against Rotherham and start easing himself back in. James should be back soon. Hopefully, Alan isn't too bad. So, because if we can keep grinding out these results, getting into January, back to one game a week with a full squad and hopefully maybe a loan or two in January, I think we'll be in, in an excellent place.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, fingers fingers crossed. First of first to have wanted to uh, know that much now, Rich. Um, it's going to be a big test as well because they're, they're actually, after Oli being kind of uh,
1: under pressure, they're flying again now, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, from when we played him a couple of weeks ago is all it was, you know, Salcher was under pressure. We were saying if we'd have beaten him that he might have been kind of in, in danger of getting a sack, but they've they've quietly gone about their business in the league. Um, game and hand will move them up. If they were to win it, would would move them up to second. Uh, and apart from a few kind of wild results in the Champions League, they've actually been really good. So it's yeah. a it's a tough, tough game. They rested a few a few on Sunday as well. So you'd expect that they'll have boys to come back in. I know they have Leicester on 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 Stevenson's day. But yeah. um yeah it's, it's 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 a tough game, you know.
0: I think it would depend uh, on what team Ali puts out, Richie. Because uh, I don't know how, how serious he's gonna take this because he really wants to, the league as it's for them is 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 the thing.
1: Yeah, I mean that the fact that he was able to rest five, they have they, they have strength. You know, that's the I suppose that's mm. the thing. Either way, I suppose the, whatever way you look at it, that their their main strength is is attacking Fernandez mm. and 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 the, the tree up front with it. Um, so no matter what we do, we're going to have to kind of keep that keep that space, kind of null, nullify that space and keep them quiet because that's where we suffered a few weeks ago. You. <laughs> You would presume that Ancelotti will have learned a lot from that. Say, so he even referred to it today in the press conference. That we, what do you say? We will be dead if we don't if we don't if we yeah. don't kill that space. So um, yeah, I mean it, it's really tough. But look to to, to look at ourselves, the, the form, the confidence that we'll have going into the game. Two thousand fans just before Christmas. Given I suppose to the, the atmosphere around. Around the UK, you know, you can be yeah. sure that those fans will be making themselves heard, you know, that it's, I mean, what I wouldn't give to have something to shout at, <laughs> given yeah. what's going on at present, you know, it's really being able to let things out. So I think that the fans behind them in a in a cup that we know we, we desperately, desperately need to, need to win and, and want to win, I think yeah. will, will be a big advantage for us as well. Yeah,
0: I think we touched on it as well, Chris, that um, that space, and we've seen in the game, in the league, games. Fernandes actually, he just he just wiped the flowers that space between the midfield and the fence. But we, we we've stopped that now. That's that's eradicated. So if we just need to stop him somewhere, else now Brazil's so but, Yeah, but it's easier said than done. But that space is it's gone. It's not as as wide as it was. And right,
2: look, Ancelotti, he's clever. You know, he'll have taken a lot from that game. And um, we gave. Fernandes and Rashford the freedom in the park that day and they yeah. destroyed us really you know but I don't think we done ourselves any justice whatsoever that day and at the same time look 3-1 looked look we were huffing and puffing but the car had a chance to make a 2-1 before they went down and got That's the third right in the 90th minute you know so without being in the best run ourselves we, we arguably could have got something out of the game we weren't you know hammered and I don't think they're going to put out they're full 11, like they did that yeah. day, you know. Um, look, it's it's, it's probably it's funny, because at the time of the draw, you know, United were in poor form, and we were, yeah. we were only we're after winning seven on the bounce or something. Everyone was saying, oh, Everton will win. and It's probably the hardest draw around now, you know. Mm. Spurs have had a few bad results, and Arsenal playing City, you know, they're each their boat a bit. Well Arsenal are down, but City, you don't know what you're getting from them. United are they're very good. Look, they've won ten away games on the trots. Yeah. I think at the start of the season they were a bit undercooked, you know. That game they had at Brighton and Palace home game. They just came into the season not fit, not sharp. I think the amount of games they've had, even in you know, Europe and that might have actually benefited them in terms of yeah. They've been able to rotate their squad and get everybody to a certain level of fitness and certain level of intensity, you know. Look, um, they'll probably, if you read Twitter and you know, from Oli's press conference today, he's talking about leaving Fernandez out and the likes of Greenwood might come in, Lingard might play, uh, Cavani probably play. So they'll probably rotate a bit more than we will. Mm. Um. The, the big worry for me is the missing Alan is massive yeah. against a team like United who, you know, you, we watched them against Leeds. They were, they were excellent. You know, look, Leeds played the way Leeds play but I think United really pressed them in the midfield and they forced mistakes upon them and they were absolutely ruthless, you know, so we will play our low block. You know, we're not naive. We're not going to give Rashford space in behind or Martial, whoever they play. We'll mm. play our low block and we'll, you know, we'll try and be hard to beat and be as effective as we can. Look, we don't know what way he's going to set up because, you know, it's our fourth game in 11 days. It's it's going to take a massive... The way we're playing on the run and we're doing with our possession, it's going to take a massive effort yeah. to, you know, really get a result here because the well, players will be tired. So there's no doubt about it, but... He's going to take this seriously, going by Ancelotti's comments today. It's, it's you know, it's a... You you kind of see it with managers, you know Guardiola done it with City, Jose done it with a couple of clubs, United and Chelsea. They go for the League Cup, first trophy yeah. that you can win. Try and get a trophy, get the pressure off, get everyone on, so you get that winning mentality into the club. So he Ancelotti be going all out. You know, look, it's hard to gauge, as I said, what what uh, what teams, both teams are going to sit out, but. You know we have to go all out for this big time. Um, it's a shame Rodriguez won't be fit. I think we we could have done with that bit of quality off the bench to maybe turn the game in our favour. Because they still have an excellent squad. You know, Pogba might play Greenwood. They've excellent quality and depth. You know, they've mm-hmm. more more up. Even if they rotate, they're still going to put out a a really solid expensive eleven. You know, so. Yeah. Look, no, no, uh, under no illusions, what a, what a tough game this will be. But look, at the same time, <laughs> we're level with them in the league, they're a goal ahead of us. So, yeah, exactly. Arguably, yeah. so far this season, Everton have been as good as Man United, you know, if you want to look at it like that.
0: Mm. Well, I think, Rich, if, if we play our strongest 11 and they don't, we, we, should, we should have enough because there's two, two form teams that
1: crowd across the park. That that that's one of the things I suppose is how much will we rotate? To be honest, and I looking at it, I our strength at present with the injuries that we have, we don't have, we don't, we can't really afford to to rotate too many. Yeah. You know, I suppose he's struggled to to introduce the youth, and I don't think this is the time for him to do it. You know, given that it's quarter final of a cup, it's it's you know, it's it's make or break for it. So. Mm-hmm. And and as Chris said, you know it's four games in eleven days, so it's a lot. It's a lot of running. It's against top teams, you know, that we haven't controlled the ball. That we've been kind of doing the doing doing the work. So, um, there is that side of it as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough. No, no matter what. But I, I I would I wouldn't be changing too much from from what we've previously kind of done. Um, yeah. you know the 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 elevens kind of that I've started in the last couple of games. I'd be I wouldn't be veering too far from it. And yeah. uh going to see what you can get out of it maybe kind of some fresh legs towards the end and and I'd be hopeful that we can get something out of it. Yeah. I think I I think we yeah. will hopefully
0: hope. All right, we're going to predictions for the You know what you're gonna then. Start with you, Rich.
1: Um yeah, I mean I think it'll be really tough and I think we'll get through it. It's we'll be we do it. I just don't want it to drag the penalty, so I'm gonna go two one Everton. No one everton.
2: Okay, Chris, I'm gonna say two all and everything to win on penalties.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go penalties as well. I know it'd be all pulling a hair up, but pens. I, I think it'd be, it'd be, <laughs> yeah. it'd be uh, very, very tight, but I, I just I can just say it's just having enough.
1: There's no extra time either, right?
0: Straight depends, yeah. Straight depends, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know what, as a
1: fan, Cal-
2: like these games, sorry, Joe, these games are. You know, as a supporter, especially the way we've been, you know, we've been getting our goals on the board and we've been shutting up shop second half. Like, it's very hard to watch. You know, you're on the edge of your seat. Like, the players yeah. on the pitch themselves, they could be perfectly calm and in control, know what they're doing under no pressure. But as mm. a fan, when a team is coming down towards the edge of your box, you have a goal lead, you're... Up the wall, it's yeah. the end of that Arsenal game was very yeah. hard to watch. this yeah. This it's, it's going to be yeah. another tough, tough watch because you know that will control the ball and they are dangerous, so it's it's too difficult to watch. But yeah. please, God, we'll uh, uh she wouldn't we'll have
0: any other way, <laughs> you wouldn't have it any other way, Paul. You wouldn't have it any other way, well, you would like six seven nil, but no. Uh, Carly is gone for three two forever. Oh, uh, Carly, I think is flying away in this prediction league. So uh, that's the way. Um, now we're going to take a, a break actually after today, folks, uh, just over the next few days, because it's Christmas and all. So um, it's a bit far away to do a proper review on the Sheffield Lloyd match. So we'll just go for predictions, lads. Um, I think we should have enough to beat these. I mean, the conference is as low as anything. Uh, they're struggling in the front of the goal. Uh, no, we're playing away, but we should just have enough to beat it. So I'm gonna go for two nil. Um I just think that I don't know what's going gone wrong with him. I just don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but hopefully it continues again. So I'm going for two-nil, which
1: Yeah, yeah, I think we definitely should have enough for him as well. You know, it seems to be second season syndrome for him where people have figured out basically how they play and they just seem to struggle to get goals. They brought in Brewster mm. they brought in Ramsdale kinda of as a as a replacement for Henderson who they lost so they haven't really strengthened you know Brewster hasn't really got going at all for him so I mean yeah I, I definitely think we should have we, we should have enough for him um, and I think probably a chance for us to maybe to give some lads a rest as well or not to a rest but maybe a bit of a rotation I'm going to go 2-0 yeah. as well you know, okay, nope. uh, Collie has gone for one nil for Everton uh, so Chris
0: yeah um,
2: I think we'll see a few changes. Um, we'll probably go all out for against United and look at Sheffield as a game where we can afford to bring in players like Bernard and possibly he might rest calvert lewin and play Richie through the middle. You know, mm. um, Even
0: Gordon might get a sniff. Comer, okay, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Coleman should be
2: raring yeah. to go. So mm. it's there. As Richie alluded to, David uh, Lundström got sent off. They have a couple of suspensions and a couple of injuries. Look, there are limited sides. So Look, the, the, oh, you look at them sitting on two points and we always think our first win is coming against those typical Everton you know well we are both yeah. look I know gonna try and get rid of that mentality because you know the last couple of weeks we've thought oh, if we win we'll be second and normally we slip up but we have done the business so I think that's a sign Ancelotti's really starting to turn the belief and the confidence and the mentality in the changing room so well, uh, I think we beat them 2-1 we, we won't make it easy for ourselves but we should have enough to go down there and, and uh, beat them yeah. and uh, back up to second place in the Premier League and uh, League in Cup the, semi-final, semi-final hopefully,
0: hopefully Pat. absolutely happy absolutely. Christmas
2: Joe happy Joe
0: yeah, exactly yeah, yeah Exactly. <laughs> yeah. even though we can't go out but uh, say nothing still devastating for, off, for your own good <laughs> yeah you keep telling me that <laughs> after last week I think it is that double header with the dubs and everything oh God, it really kills me uh, listen boys uh, thanks very much and uh, happy Christmas to both of you. Have a have a safe one and uh, and Collie as well I know he's not here today but I so, uh, uh, hope he has a good one as well he's walking away very hard out in the airport alright listen boys thanks for today and uh, have a good one we'll likewise. talk to you early next week
1: likewise happy Christmas have a good one lads
0: uh, right folks happy Christmas and we'll talk to you guys, uh, next week uh, and we'll do a preview on the city see you guys, folks happy Christmas
1: thanks for listening to the podcast if you're interested in joining the Irish Toffee Supporters Club just send an email to memberships at irish or visit our website wwwirish toffiescom up the toffees